Okay, so welcome, Jess. You are a guest speaker today, and we are talking with the Late Night Marquette coordinator, a great representative. Jess, I want to give you a few minutes or a few seconds to just introduce yourself, tell our audience who you are, what you know, and what you can bring to our conversation today. Mm, how exciting. Well, first and foremost, thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for um, My name is Jess Burkhart. I use she, her pronouns. I work here in the Office of Engagement and Inclusion as the coordinator for campus programs. So um, I do a few different things. Um, I work closely with student government. I oversee our leadership programs. Um, I also then oversee the Late Night Marquette program, um, of which you know we'll talk obviously more specifically about mm -hmm. late night today. Mm -hmm. um, but really, you get the, the spirit of all of that is to help create a community for Marquette students that feels safe, inclusive, um, where they can be their most authentic selves. Mm -hmm. um, it's just with late night, we do so every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, between the hours of 9 p.m. and 1. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and what we do. And I'm excited to be here today. Well, thank you. I just want to say that I absolutely love the purpose of Late Night Marquette because it gives students that option and that feeling like they're not alone when it comes mm -hmm. to the nights of the weekend, that they're that it gives them the option to go and meet new people, try new activities. It's just such a gem on Marquette's campus. Yeah. And do you feel the same way? Well, I'm biased, but thank you for that. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, sure I sure do. And yet, um, it feels like something that not everybody knows about. And so yes. that, that in yes. of itself is why, again, you know, thankful for your time, but thankful for the opportunity to kind of share our mission, our message. Um, because yeah, it's one of those things that I think it applies to everyone. Everyone wants to feel like they can um, be in a space where they feel welcomed and loved mm -hmm. and appreciated and yet mm -hmm. to have a good time mm -hmm. and for it to be fun and um, to explore the city and explore just like all the different facets of who they can meet here. Mm -hmm. um, we hear that time and time again, the people say they meet um, good friends at late night. I've had students say, I met my roommate for next year because we hung out at events that clearly we had similar interests. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, I'm biased, but yes, I do think late night is pretty great. <laughs> so for those of for those who are listening and have no mm -hmm. idea what late night Marquette is, can you please explain it in the most simplest words? That is a great is. place to start. Yes. Um, so late night Marquette is a function of the Office of Engagement and Inclusion. Um, and we put on fun, free events every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night between 9 p.m. and 1 a.m. Um, again, with kind of the spirit that we hope that students come to connect, um, to try new things, um, to have a good time, um, to get to know the Marquette community, you know, whether that be um, showcasing different student organizations and the really great work that they do. So by collaborating that way, um, but also get to know Milwaukee. So um, as a proud Milwaukee kid, um, you know, love this city, love this area, um, being able to use excursions as ways to get to know the city um, to kind of remove some of the barriers that sometimes students might have, whether that be transportation or ticket price um, and all those things. So if we can remove some of those barriers to allow students to get to know Milwaukee, um, that's a big part of what we do as well. Um, so for the student who's just like, I am looking for something fun to do, late night is always the place you can go. Um, there's always something going on. So That is so awesome. I, res <laughs> I respect late night so much because a lot of kids aren't from Milwaukee. A lot of kids don't know what Milwaukee has to offer. Mm -hmm. And so for you guys, this organization that you will show kids what it is, that is a completely awesome, like I said, it's such a value to Marquette's campus. Thank you. Now, can you tell me how long Marquette, Late Night Marquette has been running and why did you guys create this organization or sure. this program? Sure. So it predates me, um, but it still is somewhat new um, in the scope of, you know, our 
1881 scope in history of being an institution. Um, so in that ways, I mean, it's modern history. Um, we started around 2014 um, with the hope that, um, again, kind of that we knew that students were looking for things to do. Um, and even more pointedly, I think for the student who was perhaps um, maybe in that abstainer category mm -hmm. where they felt as though um, there was a lot of conversation and social pressure around drinking. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like it's always a fair caveat to pause and say, that not that is not the reason why you have to attend late night market yeah. i mean you know if it's something for you or value of yours to say you know i'm just choosing not to drink right now um, whether you are of age or not mm -hmm. um but we know for plenty of our students who that is a high value for them um and that's where we saw some of the data coming out to say um that late night programming, um, kind of lowercase L N N, you know, that's not just something that's specific to Marquette, but late night programming, um, in general, um, is a prevention strategy that we know, um, is really important. Um, you know, kind of coupled with education, um, also like messaging from upper administration and leadership to say like, here's important, here's how we keep our community safe. Here's how we remain, um, respectful of each other in our community. Um, here are some of the behaviors that we expect of our students and of our community. Um, but that late night programming, again, kind of using the lowercase l, lowercase n, um, this kind of general sense of programming is important. Um, and so kind of creating a more intentional um, program for that is where then like capital L, capital N, you know, late night Marquette really kind of um, emerged um, and has kind of carried on. It has evolved. Um, Maybe I'm jumping a little ahead of myself. But, you know, as we think about even how things have changed over the last, um, you know, 10 plus, 15 plus years, um, the needs of our students have changed. The desires and wants of our students have changed, which is why it's so important um, that it's not, it's not just me. Um, I am not the face of Late Night Marquette, and it is intentionally situated that way. Um, we have a few program interns. Um, when I started, we had two. Um, at most, we've had seven. Um, and those are students who are really dedicated to our mission. They understand the why behind what we do. Um, and they plan really awesome, fun things to do. Um, and so they have a good pulse of like, what does the campus need? Um, what does campus want? What do students want? And then we help deliver. Um, so yeah, even though we've been around for a minute um, and some things have remained the same, I think that core mission has remained the same, um, that positive, healthy, safe campus community, um, the means by way we do it and how we do it has definitely evolved. I will say something that sticks out to me is personally I'm an abstainer and so I look at Late Night Marquette is I really appreciate it because I know for other students that that are like me in the essence where they don't want to just do what everyone else is doing and they want something more wholesome something where they can connect with others an opportunity for them to go out and meet new people and do something that will actually like feed their soul in a sense mm -hmm. I feel like without late night Marquette, I don't know how I can imagine Marquette to be because sure. it, it brings such color to the campus yeah. and opportunity to, to all students, no matter what age they're at. And so right. I think that's really great. Yeah. And so you might have stated this before, but what is what is a goal you have on mm. late night Marquette? Are there any personal goals you have or Ooh. that you can speak for at the program? Sure. I think and it's probably a team and a personal goal. I just hope that everyone feels welcome. Like that's one of those things that whether you are a senior and all of a sudden it was on your graduation bucket list to an attend event and all of a sudden it is late spring semester and you're coming by um, to trivia for the first time, welcome. You know, or if you are a first year student, 
you are coming perhaps from a little farther away than your roommate, you're feeling maybe a little uncertain about your choice and all of a sudden kind of this sense of independence and it feels like a lot and it might be your first couple weeks on campus, I hope those students also feel welcome. Um, but also the ones that come every week, you know, or, you know, the ones that create a habit or come with their friends or those that come alone. Um, those who come because they um, are looking for something and those that just stumbled upon us, regardless of who you are, um, I hope you just feel welcome and you have a good time. <laughs> so beautifully said. You know, if it wasn't, so I work for the Wellness Center and I work for AOD, which is Alcohol and Other Drugs Prevented prevention team. And so I was talking with my group and I was like, you know, I just wish there was something that um, there was like a group on campus where no matter if you have to come alone, no matter why you're coming, you're able to go somewhere that is different than what everyone else is doing on a Saturday night or a Sunday night or it's Friday night. And they're Mm -hmm. like, that's exactly why we have late night Marquette. And I was like, you guys are so (laughs) right because it's for the kids that want to try something new it's for the kids that really want to reap the rewards of being a marquette student i think it's it's just like i said that earlier it's just so vibrant and adds so much Mm -hmm. color to marquette's campus because your program acknowledges yes there are kids that choose one way and then there's kids who choose another way and for kids that choose the other way that might not be the most popular choice we're going to accommodate them the best we can and you guys really live out your mission and i'm so proud to go to a school that even has that option because i'm not sure if big schools or schools with other values would even consider having a late night program it it's not something i've heard from other students going to different schools so yes like at the end of the day i tell my parents this how i'm just happy that a school acknowledges all the students living and walking amongst their campus right they acknowledge that not everyone's the same not everyone thinks the same not everyone lives the same way and they want to do the best so that everyone feels a part of Marquette's campus. And that's what I feel that the true beauty of late night Marquette is because it takes creativity, it acknowledges everyone and it puts in that mix of it, you know? Yeah. And so would you be able to tell me why it's special to you personally? Ooh, sure. Yeah, well, I think it's part, it's part of kind of what you're saying that like that, for that student who is isn't sure, you know, and they're still exploring who they are. Um, not to say how they choose to spend their weekends is the only identifier. Um, I mean, without going off on a Jesuit soapbox, but our Catholic Jesuit mission is really important to me. Um, I pull from actually the falling in love quote that's up on my uh, bulletin board here. Folks, we're in my office. You can see all the goodies and artifacts of all the things that are important and valued to me. Um, but this Pedro Rupe quote about falling in love that really just talks about, um, you know, not I think the romantic way that sometimes we think of, but this idea of like what you do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, what you read, what you know, what breaks your heart, what amazes you with joy and gratitude, like fall in love, stay in love, and it will decide everything. For me, that's the personal part about it, that like what starts to really fuel your soul and where you even sometimes feel tension is is I think us calling, you know, ourselves to awareness of like, oh, like I think I've got some passion. I've got some, I've got some fire to like fuel. And mm-hmm. so for me, um, I worked in residence life for some time, but even kind of reflecting on my own um, kind of undergraduate experience. But, um, you know, I saw so many students saying things like, I know I have options. Um, there's got to be options. <laughs> like, can you help me find them? Um, and I remember when I was in grad school as an assistant hall director, there was a student um, who came up to me and said, 
a lot of my friends are going out to drink. Um, I don't want to make that choice. What can I do? And it's, you know, at this point, that's probably a good maybe 10 years ago, but I can remember that conversation so vividly because at the time I was not situated um, in a position where I could have said, well, yeah, look at all these things that we planned. Um, And it was at that moment that like really kind of folding in this work, um, whether I was in residence life or, you know, now within Office of Engagement and Inclusion, um, that that was really important to me, that I would never find myself in a position where a student, if they came up to me to say, hey, I'm just looking for something fun to do, something healthy, um, something that allows me to just like be myself, um, where can I do that? Um, I think about orientation or spark when families are also coming and saying, I want to make sure my student is enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, learning a lot, but enjoying themselves, but yeah. doing so in a way that they feel safe. Yes. yes. That is why I, I do this um, yes. and why we've committed to evolving. Um, and I know you had referenced other schools and some do programming like this. Mm-hmm. They might do it um, a couple times a month right. or maybe once a month, which right. also is great. Right. And um, it's not lost on me that like it does take a lot of resources, um, human, financial and otherwise to put on, you know, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But um, I think there's enough folks across this campus that see that commitment as being important um, and mission centric. Um, and so for me, I think that's it's just so personal that um, I can look into a student's eyes when they're saying, I want to make a choice. I, I know I have options. What are they um, that we always are able to offer this as one of them? Um, again, it's fine. Like not everybody has to come to late. I get that like everybody's got their own flavor of what they might be looking for. Um, but for someone who wants to make this choice, I want to make sure that we have it. For That's awesome. And, you know, thank you for sharing your experience of having someone come to you and be vulnerable and share their truth and not necessarily knowing what to say to them, not necessarily directing, directing them the best that you could have directed them, but that's changed. Mm-hmm. Now you're able to do though, do so for anyone on campus that comes to you. You are prepared, you are ready to give them your dates on yes. what we can do, yes. what you can give them. And also I will say, you guys do a tremendous job on making late night known. Mm, good. When Thank I you. was a freshman during the pandemic, I knew about late night. Oh, good. Because you guys did such a good job of getting the name, getting what you guys can offer across campus. So late night is not necessarily something you have but not a lot of students know about that's not the case at all it's something you have that students know about and that is the way you guys just advertise i want to give credits to you guys hey, because you have no idea thank you. how many kids how many like how many kids you guys are reaching with even knowing that sure. they have that option that's huge and right? also like huge. i also want to acknowledge like there are so many kids who may think like the one girl who came to you and like said, I want to make a healthy choice. I want us to do, do something different, but not necessarily everyone voices that. Yeah. It's the silent you know? majority. It exactly. really is. It is mm-hmm. a silent majority. And so I hope that in the future, Late Night Marquette, it will pu- pull a lot of more people who think that they could never have gone to this alone. Sometimes in life, you have to go to things alone because that's how you're going to grow and it an individual and you won't be so reliant on other people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. You know, yes. Your friends will walk one way, but you got to walk another yep. way, especially if it doesn't serve you, gives yeah. you purpose, doesn't give you passion. And so I really want, like, I am personally a huge advocate for Late Night Marquette because I see its value. Like I said, I'm I an abstainer, that. you know. <laughs> Sometimes when you are surrounded with individuals who make different choices than you, you feel really alone. Yeah. You feel alone in the sense like there's no one like me there's nothing for me that will suit me there's nothing for me to do and you just feel like you have time but you're nothing you're not doing really anything valuable with the time and so just having your program it gives me relief you know it gives me 
I, I will always have the option. And even knowing that I have the option, whether I go to it or not, will always give me a sense of peace. Yes. And that's why I'm grateful for it. And you guys don't know how many kids you are helping who may think like me, but won't necessarily say it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that that's great. So will you touch on some events you guys do, some events mm. you have done in the past, sure. and what you want to do in the future? Ooh, Let's hear sure, it. of course. Um, so... I mean, you mentioned the pandemic, and um, I'll just kind of give a shout out to our team um, who never slowed down. I mean, for better or for worse, we didn't slow down. That mission remained true to recognize that um, we still programmed every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night of every month of the entire year, um, even when we weren't on campus. Um, and so we were trying things that were new. So, um, that has been really interesting because as someone who had seen late night for years in a certain way, I wasn't sure what that was going to look like. Um, and I mean, virtual programming is not for everyone, but it was something we tried. Um, and there are moments that we might bring it back because I think about the kind of like Halloween themed, um, like DIY like face painting event we did that we partnered with a student over in the theater department. So another just like cool way to collaborate where like students came to our office to pick up a kit at some point during the day. And yet we interacted virtually while this student who had really honed her craft beautifully in the art of stage makeup did this cool uh, artwork on her face with like our our community, um, you know, and who would have thought we would have been doing virtual programming, you know, years ago. Um, and yet like a really cool way to be accessible to perhaps students who are commuting, maybe can't be on campus. Maybe they have different commitments or for whatever reason, um, they're not able to come to campus. Um, that's been some cool stuff that we've been able to do. Um, our trivia and bingo events every Thursday have become like such a staple to the point where like, I wonder if we just went a few programs and like never put a poster up, like I bet we still would have, you know, nearly a hundred people every Thursday over at the Annex because it's just one of those cool traditions. Um, and so that's something that I feel like is past, present and future, you know, like sure. the, the nuances and the prizes and like those types of things will change. The faces will change. Um, the team names will change, but like that sense of community of the like regular folks that come and new faces, of course, um, that's something that's really exciting. Um, things that see, that see that we're otherwise kind of doing presently. Um, oh, our student org collaborations are always something that I love. Um, it truly to me is like the definition of like mutual strength sharing. Um, you know, I think about like our Indian Student Association and during the Diwali celebration um, that we partner with. It's one of those things where cross campus, right? So like not just Indian Student Association, but like Sodexo being open and willing to take those student organizations um, members family recipes and incorporating that into the night, um, you know, allowing us to use our voice that we might have earned across campus to help elevate and promote. Um, and yet letting ISA do the things that they do best, right? Like sharing their beautiful culture and, and bringing that celebration um, to campus. So those are things, again, that feel kind of past, present, future for me are those student organization collaborations. Um, it's just so fun. Um, but like as far as future goes, I mean, things are always popping up. Like um, excursions are coming back, certainly with some of the travel restrictions, we weren't doing a ton of that. Um, we're bringing those back. So I'm excited that we'll be able to do more of those in the future. So things like Brewer Game excursions or Bucks games or going snow tubing. Um, 
when, you know, when it's winter, um, or going to shows at the Performing Arts Center, um, or the Public Museum when they do late night or they have it museum, what do they call it? Like, uh, I think after dark or something. Um, there's cool stuff going on in the city. And I feel like we haven't had a chance to do that over the past couple of years. And so that for me feels a bit of future. Um, but again, I mean, our student team um, will have some more newer faces um, in this upcoming academic year. Um, so I can't wait but to see what new ideas they have. Um, the creativity is what makes this fresh and new mm -hmm. um, and why you can come back every night, you know, and see something a little bit different. One thing that I keep on hearing you say is you late you and Late Night Marquette, you guys are so committed to make do with what you guys have. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the circumstances sure. in life doesn't seem how you want it to be, but you will not give up on your students because you know there are people who rely on you. People really enjoy coming to Late Night Marquette. And so you you don't want to hit the pause. You don't want to stop it. And that was something that amazed me. Last year during the pandemic, yes, things may have been virtual, but you still, guys, you still showed face, meaning like you still put the effort needed to at least come up with something. Whereas I saw other organizations on campus, they just weren't able to be as flexible or accommodating. And so they just couldn't offer the students anything. You guys yeah. still kept yeah. it on running. And so, so much credit to you Thank guys. You. And I personally am so excited to attend some of the late night events where you guys go off campus yeah. because as someone who's not from Milwaukee and someone, I do not have a car on campus because I'm still a second year student. So I still live in the dorms. I don't really need a car at this point in my life, but I still really want to see what Milwaukee has yeah. to offer because I feel like it's not fair for me to judge it when I haven't seen it all. So I'm really yeah. looking forward yeah. to that. And I hope that we'll comes. introduce you. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I would love to be introduced to Milwaukee to see it in a different picture yeah. than yeah. Marquette's campus. And so I think that's going to be great. But I will say that you guys are definitely a tried and true uh, program to Marquette's campus. That has a lot to lots off for everyone, no matter what stage of life we're all at. Right. Sure. Sure. So what is your personal favorite event Ooh. that throw that? Late night Marquette throws on. Ooh, that's a good one. Gosh, there have been so many. Or maybe it's just like your favorite aspect of yeah. Late Night Marquette. It could be a program, Ooh. just anything that you really value and you love about it. I mean, oh gosh, I could go in so many different ways. I'll so I'll I'll take the I'll I'll take maybe um I'll take a cheat and I'll say generally my favorite part are the surprises. So the surprising parts of like the team dynamics of what starts off, even like from like our, you know, student employees, um, you know, they start on day one doing introductions, right? They, they don't know each other. And over the course of maybe a year or even two years of their time together, they become friends, they become family, they know each other's um, quirks, they know each other's strengths, they celebrate each other. And yet that's always a surprise um, and it's such a pleasant one. Um, but then it's also the surprises of like, what's going to go over well? Mm -hmm. um, you know, like we'll host things like escape rooms. Um, and sometimes we'll host it one year and we get 250 people. And then sometimes we host it again and we get like 12. And so like that's kind of a surprise, um, you know, kind of in a similar way of like, hosting Glow Bingo as part of homecoming. Like it surprises me each time we fill the ballrooms with up to like five, 600 people. It's amazing to me. And yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts is that no night, no event, even if it's one of those like reoccurring traditional events is ever the same. So it keeps it fresh and new. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I would say that. That might be part of my fa- one of my favorite things mm-hmm. is just the surprise about all of it. You never know who's going to come. You never know who's going to show up. And I think you never know who's going to decide to not follow the crowd yeah. and show up to your events, yeah. which I think is awesome because it always leaves you guessing as well. Yeah. As, but no matter what, there's still purpose in what you do. No matter if one person shows up or a hundred people mm-hmm. show up. Right. You yep. still work and you still strive in throwing events for at least someone on Marquette's campus. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. And so upcoming, maybe yes. this week or the next week, can you share what events you guys have coming always, up? Always, always. Um, so, okay. If we're recording this today, am I allowed to say the date? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. So we're recording this on Wednesday, March 2nd. So tomorrow on Thursday, March 3rd is Family Feud in the annex. Yes, at 9 p.m. And then our friends over in MUSG, we are highlighting their film series, which is Encanto um, in the Varsity Theater. So that's Friday night on the 4th um, at 8 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. What we know is that Marquette students love Disney. So while typically I would say like, Ah, yeah, you can show up right away or like right at this about the, the the film is about to start. The varsity holds over a thousand people. I mean, these showings, I feel like are going to be packed. Um, Marquette loves Disney. Like there, I said it. Um, and then on the 5th, on Saturday the 5th at 9 p.m. in Marquette Place, we'll have a late night rodeo. Um, so we'll have everything from a mechanical bull to different um, games um, to kind of, you know, feel your Western um, side. So, yeah, that will be a lot of fun. Take a little pause for spring break, of course. Um, We'll make sure we let our team um, get some well-deserved rest as well. But yeah, we'll come back for the latter half of the semester ready to go with things like um, DIY Rip Your Floats, of which I will put a little shameless plug. Um, Something that has come out of, as we've talked about, the evolution of late night has been um, what we are now coining as late night in the daylight. So we know that there are some students who can't make it back to campus. We know that they are pulled in a few different directions, whether that be for family commitments or work or their commuting or that just doesn't jive with their schedule. We want to make sure we're still um, kind of expanding our brand and our offerings. Um, But late night in the daylight is exactly that. So we might have things that are a little earlier in the evening. Um, We still have options for folks who are kind of looking um, for something to do. Um, But as I kind of forecast for Friday, March 25th, our DIY Rip Your Floats will be in AMU First Row Lobby at 2 p.m. So not our typical, right? So not our typical night. But of course, if you're looking for something that night, there Mm -hmm. are plenty of things going on, like the MUSG film series over in the Varsity Theater, still at 8 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. But why not come hang out in the daylight? At 2 p.m. These events seem so fun. <laughs> you lost me at rodeo. Oh, like fair. that's yeah. when I said yeehaw. Like yeah, yeah. I will go there at that point. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. And also I love root beer. So Good. root beer floods. Good. We'll see you there. I will be there. But I just <laughs> want to say these events, no matter, this is for whoever's listening, these viewers, no matter if you have to show up alone, come alone. You know, you never know what you are going to get out of, out of an experience. And also you don't grow out of your comfort zones. Get out of your comfort zone. Because that's how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to try new things. These events, yeah. wow. See, you won't be alone for long either. I mean, you'll go meet somebody. Exactly. You are yeah. going to meet people. Yeah, exactly. you might come there by yourself. But... You might come by yourself, but you're not going to leave by yourself. That's the point. You got to you gotta try new things and you got to explore what Marquette has to offer, especially late night Marquette, which is an amazing gem to Marquette's <laughs> campus. And I will say that forever and it's time. But here's the real question, Jess. Mm. Will you be there? 
Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And everyone needs to come at yes. this point. Yes. And here, uh, this will be the one time that I can help amplify to our amazing team. Um, we have an amazing graduate assistant. Um, we have a team of program interns who put their, you know, uh, heart and soul into all this. Um, and they're there, right? Like they show up um, and in so many ways. I just so appreciate our team. They're good stuff. That is, that's very lovely, Jess. I just, <laughs> I want to say thank you so much for your time. You are a pleasure. Thank and you. it was great talking to so you. Sweet. And you, no, you represent Late Night, Late Night Marquette so well. Appreciate so everyone that. needs to appreciate you on the team and what you have to offer and how you explain what you can value to the campus. Hey, I love that. And if you're interested in learning out more, follow us on social media at Late Night MU, both on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You'll see all the info. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jess, for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you.